Welcome back to Legends RC Talk, episode number six. We got Dave back in the house. We're going to do a little servo talk for everybody tonight. Dave, how you doing tonight? It's been good, man. We're, uh, we're having good times, had a good race weekend, and um, nothing really broke, but a bunch of, bunch of good times, and you know, um, but there was some servo problems this weekend, so it prompted me to say, "Hey Ryan, you know, we should talk a couple of, uh, about a couple of things here. Um, you know, just when it comes to uh, you know stocking your servo, which one to get, and making sure you pick the right one that's compatible with whatever either your local hobby shop has or with what you're already running." Uh, right. Yeah, I noticed there's you got the different teeth. The one thing that I mean, you got different teeth for your servo horns. Yeah. Yep. Different um, brands make different speeds, different yeah. torques, it, and exactly, and a lot of that has to do, you know, with gearing inside and the the brushless, coreless motor stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just to, you know, talk about that a little bit. So this guy came this weekend, and he had a, a truck that had a fairly large, you know, aggressive servo in it, but it was um, it was like some brand that I hadn't heard of before, and uh, it had a twenty three tooth spline and i'm like every single person at this whole track runs 25 two splines you know mm. we're either running a savox at the 25 or protex um, or protex or pretty much traxxas you know yep. those are like the three big names that come out of here so um you know there's not a lot of guys um running uh, spectrum yet and stuff but you know that'll pick up uh, they've got a lot of cool new things coming out man and i'm excited to see some of the cool new electronics that I'm uh, trying to think. I think I have a Spectrum in something. I don't uh, remember what it was. Well, the Spectrum would be on uh, it the Axial, maybe. It it might be the Axial. It's it's for sure your Typhoon. I know the Typhoon. Oh, that's had, right. They had ran Spectrum. Yep. And uh, uh, your Creighton, right? Is your Creighton? I don't know. I, I never think... looked at the servo. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking even a radio system. But oh, no, I got. Yeah, it came with. Yeah, it's came with it is Spectrum. Spectrum. That is you, right. You, yeah. So, um, so here's, a, here's a thing just as a little side note. So, um, recently, uh, well, I don't know, maybe like six months ago, let's say Ryan and I both got, um, Typhons from Arma and, uh, the car itself just flies. It's got a great motor system. It's got a good chassis. I mean, you know, structurally it's fairly strong. I've never broken arms and stuff like that. But there is a few really weak points, you know, one of them being, uh, you know, the, the servo and radio system, because um, it was just so slow. Like, I mean, I would, I'd be turning in way before I even got to the turns just to make sure that it was turned by the time I got there. Yeah, it was a and, big radio delay. Yeah, and it was, it just made it almost impossible to drive the car, you know, like really aggressively. So, you know, and so I put a big ass servo in like a, a Protec 130, um, you know, it's a whatever, it's got a couple hundred ounce inches of torque and, and it turns in like 0.9 seconds lock to lock. It's fast and powerful. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter because the radio system itself was slow. So yep. I ended up changing the radio system in my Typhon and then it came alive and I could actually like, even with my 3S Typhon, I was able to keep up with the 4S and the nitro buggies for the most part because yeah. we got it responsive you know mm -hmm. so um but anyway long story short the good news is um i called and talked to everybody i could and i'm not saying this had anything to do with me but it sure turned out to be a good thing and, and they nailed like 
three out of the five things that I told them to do. And um, one of them was I told them their bearings sucked. You know, they were they were just shielded, yeah. um, but but not rubber shielded. They were like metal, metal shielded. Shield. And uh, so you know you, you get dirt in them, whatever. It just yeah, mine mine ate itself alive on yeah. the track. It was. Totally. I mean, and within weeks, we were both replacing bearings. After, yeah, probably after week three. Yeah. It was all of a sudden, it was just, nope, not yeah. having it. I mean, you literally done. have to, like, clean them out, spray them out with cleaner, and then, like, lube them every week when they're stock. Yeah. However, the good thing is, is on the new V3 that just came out with the Typhon, they changed the radio system, I believe the servo, or they've made everything much faster and responsive. Um, the radio isn't this big plastic knob, weird-looking controller anymore. It's actually really nice. It's got a nice padded uh, uh, steering wheel on it. And, nice. Um, and then they changed the bearings. It's got rubber-sealed bearings throughout the whole car now. That's, that's a plus because that I was mean, the first thing that we yeah. had to do. Was those were, we were digging into bearings. Every, bearings and that radio system. I mean, those yep. are the two things that we really, like, uh, you know. And I mean, everything breaks, you know, shocks and shock towers. I mean, you run it under a car, what do you expect? Yeah. But uh, but as far as the main points that we were disappointed on with that car, Horizon just, uh, you know, must have must have been talking with Arma and it's it's all fixed. So the new version threes will be here soon with, with all these new mm -hmm. upgrades to it and pretty excited. There's a that's, whole list of upgrades if you guys check that's, them out. That's good to hear because like the Creighton, the radio system that they ran in that one is actually really good. Right, I'm but it was just a, it was a spectrum, but it was just only one step up from the ones that came in the, like the yeah. the granite and the right the Typhons, you know. So, but anyway, they got I think they got rid of that system and they they got a new radio system in these V3s. So hmm. um, that'll be like one thing we'll talk about as soon as they come in. They're on the way right now. Nice. I'll put one together and pull it out and have it as a rental unit or something. And we'll pound on that thing. Yeah, it'll be nice to see the difference. Give you guys a good review. We got a lot of hours on the last version. We know what what's a, what the weak points were in that last version. And good thing is they weren't many. But uh, you know, again, getting to this is you know your radio system, your your um, your servo can only be as fast as your radio is transmitting everything. So, um, like I was saying on that Typhon, I put a hundred dollar servo in there, and it still didn't make it that much faster because the there was actually a lag time between the controller and the yep. receiver. So, um, you know, uh, you can't buy a big enough servo to do the speed that you're trying to go and control if you don't have the radio system. Yeah, if the signal's not getting to the servo, it's still going to be It's still low. slow, you know? Yep. Um, and, you know, all those things change, too, when, you know, if you're adding traction control, TSM or... You know any one of the gyro stability controls yeah, they use asm asm is what yeah. theirs is called so you know but now you say it let's say it so i bought a sanwa controller i'm not i'm not all about it you know i would run one of the newer spectrums i'd run whatever i, mean, yeah. I got the fly sky on mine and ryan I runs fly sky and some guys are like oh yeah those are blah 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 whatever man i know a lot of guys who run the fly sky stuff and even though we don't have them at our store, I still never bag on them because they're good radios. From everybody I've seen, nobody has problems. Yeah, mine hasn't glitched at all or no, anything. It's been totally, solid. Totally. And the receivers and stuff are cheap compared to like what I'm running. Well, yeah, I can, $15, I can put it on, get another receiver yeah. for another and truck. I'm at, I'm at 60 or 70 for the one in my sandwich. So, you know, yeah. but whatever. It's, you know, it's the thing. I, I bought it to start and I'm just going to stick with it. And 
it's what he's got and you know that's why everybody yep. makes choices but you know the the main thing is if you got a good radio system that transmits fast then you can really get the full potential out of a fast servo um so and then you know the other thing i'll say about it so let's just talk about protec for for instance they make it really simple with their torque specs and uh, their speeds and everything by either telling you if it's a T or an SS. Right. So anything you get from Protec that's got a T on it is the same motor category as the number in the prefix, and then the T denotes torque and the S denotes super speed, and that's all in the gear. So now like a 130T, would that be good in a crawler? Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, a 130T, which is um, got the torque version of that, um, you know, there's a, a Traxxas, like the 440 or the 400 Traxxas. It's like the mm -hmm. red cased one. Yep. You know, yeah, that, the red case and yeah, the blue case. That's a really good servo, and it's got a lot of torque and all that. However, it's slow. You know, for me, I like, I like a really fast servo, mm -hmm. so it moves instantly. Well, when you get, if you take that 400, um, you know, the Traxxas one, and then you compare that with the times that are on um, the Protec, like the 130T, for instance, the 130T is uh, is ten dollars cheaper, and um, it, uh, it it's got a transit time that's like fifty percent less, hmm. you know, and it's still within like I don't know, just a few ounce inches of being the same super torquey thing. Right. So I run the, the 130SSs in most of my vehicles, like right. my buggy. I mean, hell, I even run a 130SS in my stadium truck, which you don't need to. Right. You, know, you could go down to the 100, which yeah, because then you is, put in your touring car. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the one when you go down to the 100s, you lose a little bit of the torque, but in nine cars out of ten, it's just fine. You right. know, I just happen to own a store and put the strong <laughs> ones in, you know, so, yep. so I can run into the wall, you know, and keep driving. <laughs> yeah, that's... But whatever. Well, that, too, you know, is... I was telling Jason, I think I was telling Jeff, too, I don't like changing servos. No. Most vehicles, they are a pain. Oh, you you get into them and they're buried in a lot of vehicles. Totally, totally. And if if I can spend the money, put a good servo in to start with. Mm -hmm. um, a TRX. How buried is a TRX to try to get that servo out of there? Totally. When yeah. it goes out one time, metal gears, or put in an expensive servo and be done with it. Because exactly. there's nothing worse than scrambling on a trail trying to trying to change a servo. Welcome to Gromax and Gromax RC Raceway, the UP's biggest and best superstore for planting and hobbies like RC. We've got everything you need for Traxxas, Losi, Techno, and all the other brands. Not only that, but we have racing every Sunday. So stop out. We're always here. Get growing. Get racing. Get a new hobby. Gromax. But, um, yeah, yeah, um. But, you know, uh, you know, here's the other thing, too, is, you know, so back in the day when I started, there wasn't any brushless, coreless, any of that. It was, you know, still brushed motors. So along with, you know, your, uh, when you're talking about, okay, you know, so a new motor in a car or a truck, a lot of them have the KB ratings, mm -hmm. right? So inside of these little, little ass servos, there's a KV rated motor in there. Or it's a turn-rated motor, but regardless... So that's the other side of the case so you never see. That's the inside where that little, little coreless motor is. So, you know, when you... 
back in the day, there was actually, you know, a motor, a servo in there that, or a motor that had brushes on it. And over time, your servos would kind of get weaker and things like that. But now there's no brushed, brushed dust or anything inside of the servo either because everything's brushless. So these new servos, man, they're just so much more torque and speed than they used to be. I mean, right. back in the day, like a really good servo would be like, let's say 60 ounce inches at like, you know, a transit time of 0.25, you know, so a quarter of a second to go lock to lock and, or, or maybe even 0.3 and 50 ounce inches, you know? Right. Like back when I was racing, a hundred ounce inch servo was like 175 bucks back in the day. And now and that's your throwaways. Now those are the throwaways. I mean, these new, like, I mean, I'm not trying to ride ProTech, but, you know, Savox has all the different, you know, models too. I'm just saying just because there's so many different models with Savox to say like the, the ProTech 100 or 130 are just basically you're a standard upgrade or the badass, fastest, strongest, you know. Right. That's why I talk about them. But, uh, you know, those things, they're running two, three hundred ounce inches of torque. So, and, you know, an ounce inch, if you look at it, is if you take that servo and you go in one inch off of the center of uh, of the, the axle shaft yep. under the center, and you go one inch out, and you can hang 200 ounces on that servo. It'll lift 200 and ounces. And it'll still actuate and lift it, yeah. Hmm. And then the times that they give them usually are, are um, weightless times. So if they say, you know, like the new servos, um, again, back in the day, uh, a servo that was under... 0.2 seconds was badass and now i think the ones i'm running um the 130 ss's i run them at the high voltage settings so they're like they're like 0.6 or 0 0.8 0 0.08 0 0.0 you know yeah like like not a tenth of a second they're like uh, like a hundredth of a second eight hundredths of a second lock to lock you know that's crazy that i i know so something can respond that quick that's so sending a signal and, you know, something I'll just, uh, if, if you guys ever want to see something cool, you know, go on, uh, look at a mini micro linear servo that's on like an airplane. When you see how fast the mechanism is inside of their turn, like when the wings flap back and forth, you can't even see how fast the gears inside and that motor is spinning. It's just insane. And the flaps on the plane are just, yeah. You know, um, huh. it's, so it's pretty neat. But again, all of this new super fast technology is made possible by brushless motors, right? right. So um, without getting into, you know, a half hour conversation on it, if you don't know like a brushless between brushed motor, um, what a brushed motor is like classic, what we always used to raise, it's still brushed, you know, 12 turn Titan motors from Traxxas. That's what... We run as our spec motor in all the classes around here. Yeah. Um, it's basically, you know, you got, uh, you know, windings on a center uh, shaft, and then on the outside you've got magnets, and then on the end you've got little slots in there with uh, brushes riding with on the it. brushes riding on it, and then as they go across the openings, they switch polarities, and that's how a motor works. You know, because of the the electromagnetism when you turn the motor. You know. Right. Um, so, but. What uh, what brushless does is it steps that up to a completely different realm. Is it makes the center the magnets, and then 
the outside is where it gets energized and then they energize it in three separate phases so there's that's why there's three wires on a brushless yeah because on the end of the com when you're looking at like a brushed motor mm -hmm. because it's going from all those little cuts in the end from step to step to step and energizing different parts of the core yeah it's actually acting like its own three-part electrical switch by going across those little cuts in the commutator and the brush is hitting it and then it goes and makes its revolutions right but what the brushless motor does is it actually uses the computer the 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 ESC is a microcomputer and it's sending out thousands of pulses a second on those wires, switching the polarity between the a combination of two of those three wires in a circle. That's why if you have That's a, why if a wire crossed on the yeah, XL1, why it wasn't it would go backwards too, yep. you know, on a brushless because you're literally like telling the machine or the the speed control that 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 phase is on the other side of the motor. And when it hits that, it starts its rotation going backwards. So by switching the motor wires around, you can get a brushless motor to switch the direction without changing it on the speed control. Huh. Um, however, brushless motors are designed to run much better in one direction. So you should always find that out. And if it's, uh, if it's running backward with your speed control in the Clockwise or counterclockwise. Right, like you don't wanna, you don't want to reverse your speed control and make it run the motor forward if your wires are backward. You always want your speed control set in the forward motion at full and then plug your wires in until the vehicle goes forward. Never plug it in and then recalibrate your forward and reverse because okay. a lot of speed controls don't run reverse at 100%. Yeah, they're usually they, like 75, I think, right. max. So, you know, um, so if that happens, then you're, you know, you're losing power and things and it'll seem like something's wrong. Well, it is, you know, you set it up as a forward drive, plug your wires in right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest expense, like back in like the day when we used to race was keeping those brushes and those motors running. I mean, my old race pack still had a hundred dollar, $95 Reedy motor in it. With a sixty dollars center shaft and yeah, Brian was showing me. Like, he still has the tool for doing his brushes. Yeah, for doing. He the still cuts. has the die or jig to do it. Totally. So I until recently I, I sold it a while back, but I had an actual Conley back when I used to race yep. in like the late nineties and two thousands. Yeah, I had a little <laughs> Conley that ran off of a, an older motor, and uh, you'd put a rubber band around yep. yours and spin it and diamond bit and cut them and mm. oh, so the stuff much, you had to do to race so much maintenance and i was replacing one of those motors every three to four weeks at a hundred dollars a crack mm. i mean i run my brushless motor all season and i yep. haven't done a damn thing to it you know yeah it's blown uh, out with the compressor <laughs> yeah, that's what me and jeff were talking about now is everything's kind of bulletproof yeah you things can, have gotten so much cheaper since since back in the day when we used to do it i mean per item you know i mean maybe maybe a, a brushless motor that's a hundred dollars is a lot of money compared to an old 25 dollar stock motor but you won't have any maintenance on that thing if you right. pound it you know i mean it's yeah mm. it's so brushless motor technology has changed the rc world you know and um depending on who you talk to if you're a, a snap-on slash uh dewalt slash milwaukee guy you know, uh, 
they'll they'll beg to differ that RC cars are uh, or got better because of the tool industry. And you know the truth is, drills and everything that people use in industry right now all got better because of RC cars. It's not the other way around, man. Hmm. I mean, the the first people to develop anything brushless, you know, brushless technology that that changed how fast these cars go in yeah. the early 90s, that's what drove the brushless technology was these RC cars trying to get faster. Right. And once that started happening, how long? It wasn't so many years after that, all of a sudden DeWalt and, yep. you know, everybody's coming out with these brushless tools that right. last freaking forever. Hmm. But the RC car world has changed the world of... Uh, of brushless and cordless motors across the world, you know. Hmm. That's uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's something I haven't haven't heard before yet on that. Um, now, a little bit on brushless motors always confused me. KV ratings. I was told the formula. I know the formula. KV yeah. times voltage is RPMs. Yeah. Yeah, but but what does that mean? You know, like, it means nothing to me. Right? It's like okay, so I stick this bigger battery in and it goes faster. Well, duh. I mean, every, you know, <laughs> everybody knows that. You know, but um, so essentially, you know, you gotta so like with a KV rating, um, usually the lower KV rating you go um, is a larger canned motor. Mm -hmm. When you get the larger can on the motor, you develop more torque. Right. However, it's a lower KV rating, which then requires more voltage to give you the same RPM. So let's just magically pick some numbers that, that aren't even right. Okay, so let's say a 2,000 KV motor and a 4,000 KV motor. Exactly. Easy numbers. So if you got a 2,000 KV motor, you're going to have to run that on 4S to get the same RPMs as a 4,000 KV on 2S. Okay. Okay. However, the... The 2000 kV motor is going to have insane amounts of torque because it's not only that much bigger in diameter and has the leverage and everything else on its side and that much more, um, you know, everything, the windings, the, you know, it's the fact that you're, you're pumping in also twice the voltage. Right. And when you put that voltage behind a lower kV motor to get that RPM, you also double your torque. Okay. So you're, you know, that's why you throw a, even on a, a KV motor that, you know, is whatever, let's just say a Traxxas Millennium, you, you throw a 2S in there and it goes a certain speed, which is still pretty 40. damn fast, yep. you know? And then, so, and then, so here's the thing, they claim 40 and then you throw the 3S in and you go 60. So just think about this. So just to give you an idea of, this will explain a little bit about how batteries work too. So if you're going from a 2S to a 3S and you're going from 40 to 60, let's divide that out. A 3S is simply three cells. A 2S is two cells. A 1S is a one cell. So if you have two cells, a 2S, and you add one cell, you're adding basically 30% or a third more voltage. Yep. Hence, if you're at 40 and you add a third more to that, your number becomes 60. Yep. So it, it, that's a really easy way to think about um, how things you know work. Uh, you know, like most of like the, F, let's say the A-scale buggies, mm -hmm. they all run 4S, where a lot of tracks have, 
you know, 2S limits on your motor package. Yep. And that's because, you know, short course and everything else. Right. Um, but, uh, but those cars are designed to run on a 4S because they're only running like, like my Techno, I only run 18 or 1900 KV. Yep. Yeah, that's what you run too, right? Yep. Yeah, we both run 1900 KV motors and, but we're running it at 4S because a 36 to 4,000 KV motor to get the same RPM as far as that shaft spinning. Yeah only requires 2s you know or maybe a little over 2s because it's not quite 4,000 or whatever so now they would do that because you're pushing more weight is probably part right. of right you're pushing size is different yep and then you get that torque you know i mean yep. you you felt out i mean our technos are yeah, they're, they're they're heavy they're substantial i mean it's like throwing a gallon of milk around and i can be two feet in front of a 15 foot long jump yeah. And just yank that trigger, and I'm, like, clearing the the landing, yep. you know? So it's, that's the thing, you know? I mean, I, well, check this out, guys. So i actually been melting off the terminals on the wires going into my battery because they just, just so much influx current because we've had some really high traction days lately, yep. you know? Um, yeah, the last week, well, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, before was... Super high traction. The weekend before that was good. Yeah. In my heat race, I melted off the wire. And then my feature the week before, or the main, I melted off the wire. So so just to throw this out there, guys, if you're you're buying solder, if you're buying like a 4060 or a 6040 that's online, you know, that is, it has a lower melting point than one of the solders that has a a tri-blend in it. So, um... You're going to look for anything, anytime you're doing motor connections, the connections going to your, from your wires to your speed control on mm-hmm. the post, like on a Deacon or something. Yep. Or, uh, or your connections on your, uh, your bullet connectors. You want to definitely use high temp solder because we've had multiple people have their, their battery terminals just, yeah. You know, I was too on my two wheel drive brushless. It yep. was melting the terminals off. Exactly. Exactly. Selling so, too much. Yeah. So I, I bought, what I actually did was I bought uh, three different kinds and I turn, kept turning my, I have a Weller soldering station with an adjustable knob. Mm-hmm. And I turned it just a little bit. Every 15 minutes I'd come down and bump it. And then I kept taking my different solders and pushing on them as hard as I could into the tip. And then whichever one pushed the hardest, I would set that one in the row. And eventually I got all four of my solders with my original lined up and yep. figured out which one was the the highest melting temperature because it melted the slowest till I got there. And right. So long story short, I put those on my uh, my battery terminals this weekend and didn't mm. even see a discoloration. They were just perfect. You know? Nice. So, um, so yeah, use yeah, high temp solder on your battery connections, your motor connections, and your connections going to your speed control. It's one thing I highly yeah, that's something I'm gonna have to change eventually. I haven't had an issue with that yet. Yeah. Um, I'll do it for you. But you're running because you are running a higher opinion. Yeah. You're well, two teeth up on me yet. And that's, that's that's the other thing. I'm a I'm a power whore. So Ryan Ryan <laughs> likes to run around and yeah, I like to finesse. Know, he likes to finesse and and run smooth lines. And I'm out there like just gripping and ripping. So I I yeah. got two teeth higher on the opinion than him and. I'm definitely yanking some more amps. Yeah, it's, it's well, it shows in the times too. I mean, when you get a good lap to where you're wide open and don't make a mistake on it, you're 
right at that 17, 18 second border. Yeah. To where I run a good smooth line, um, smooth line, but not wide open and I can hit 19. So I mean, there's you there know, is it, the difference there. It's a second, but you know the thing is, is I end up on my lid a lot because I'm like pounding on it. So uh, <laughs> there's yeah. there's good days and bad, but uh, so, but yeah, man, it's uh, it, the 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 whole friggin' brushless motor system thing, and um, you know between servos and cars, it's it's taken this hobby to the next level because there's no way with all brushed systems that these cars would be anywhere as cool no. as they are right now. Right. So when the, you know, anyway, one of my opinion, in my opinion, one of the biggest game changers ever in the, everything to do with RC is, is brushless technology. You know, right. Cause I mean, look at my airplane. So, you know, I got a jet that we just started flying. The thing runs 6S and, that's insane. Sounds like a damn turbine when you start it up. And yep. it's, it's just this little brushless fan inside that makes it fly 120 miles an hour. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, what? That's, you know, that's crazy. And Yeah, that's a, it's a big plane. I mean, it doesn't weigh too, too much because it is still the foam body. Yeah. But you got the actual retractable landing gear and everything in it. It's, it's got for some sure. weight to it. So well, for so what it's pushing look at this like so when i i first started flying i got this big cub it's a pretty decent sized plane i crashed it and i told ryan i said i'm gonna fix it up and give it to you so when you're ready to fly you got a plane and uh that big plane can run on a 3s you know so you think about that like that plane was originally designed to run on gasoline yep. with like a, a 20 cc motor yeah and you can run that thing on a little damn 3S yeah, battery. battery, you know, as low as 2,200 milliamp. You could go and throw that thing up in the air, you know. It's right. It's just, uh, yeah. So, hmm. anyway, hats yes. off to brushless motors. Right. <laughs> well, another little part of it, too, is brushless motors, it, it can get really confusing. Um, you know, I understand why they call them what they do with the 10 turns, 13 fives. Mm. Um, so, but so, their ratings, it's get a little confusing when you got the two different rating ways. Right, right. So there's, you know, there's some motors that you know, back in the day, all the motors were rated on turns. And the lower turn you went, the more torque and essentially speed you pulled out of it um, because the lower turns, uh, because the, the windings in there became thicker wires that could pull more power, you know. So, um, so there was less turns on there, but much bigger wires and hence then it was drawing more power um but uh you know like uh back in the, the old days i mean there were 27 turn brushed motors and at, at, to these standards of, of these days i mean even like a 21 or a 27 you know five brushless system is still got 30 percent more power than the best old brushed mm -hmm. 27 turn you know, so when you, you know, if you look at, let's say, um, you can't ever compare turns to turns. So like a 12.5 motor, a brushless system, and a 12 turn Traxxas, let's say, brushed Titan yeah. motor. Um, my, that, like I got a McLan 12.5 in my, my stadium truck, yep. right? That thing does backflips if you punch it. Yeah, that thing's I mean, responsive. And on the carpet, it, 
literally remember me sliding it yep. sliding it down the track upside down because you could just hit it and it would jump so fast and the tur the brushed motor just isn't the same like that so anyway when you're talking about um the amount of power there so the 12 turn titan motor let's say would be more equivalent to a 17.5 or a 21.5 brushless motor okay you know in in my opinion mm -hmm. um you know and then when you're talking about the turns and you're going down now we're at brushless right so yep. we got a there's a lot of spec classes they run the 21.5s or you know um, let's say 11.5 or you know that's your modified brushless classes and stuff yep. So um, the, all of those motors in those turns, when you're talking 12.5 or 11.5, 10.5, 7.5, 6, 5, 4.5, like I have a, I have a 4.5 motor that I'm going to run in my brushless touring car on the big track when we develop it. it the thing's nice. going to do 100 if I wanted to, you know, but the thing is, is all those one, all the ones that say, um, you know, again, 11.5, 12.5, if they're that 0.5 rating, they're all the same original size cans as the old stock RC car motors. It's that same can size, same mm -hmm. look, and that's what all those brushless motors are, they look like. They're okay. meant to like model after that. I was gonna say, I got a 13.5, it's a shorter can, it's kind yeah. of a different looking motor yeah. kind of looks like an old school motor that like mm -hmm. brian would have they have the brushes and yep. stuff you know so um and that's what i'm running in my stadium truck you know i got the that um 12.5 mclan system in this thing or is it one 13.5 it yeah, is a 13.5 mclan yeah 13.5 and that thing flies but regardless um so anyway when you get out of that exact can size that's where people start going into the KV ratings because that's where most of motors are rated. So you can get a little mini motor for, let's you know, let's say one of those little mini Mondo systems or something for yeah. a, a micro car, yeah. and those are rated in KVs, but they might be, you know, three, four, five, six thousand KV depending on how fast that little car is going to go because mm. it's it will spin that fast with a two S motor, right, or a two S battery compared to the other one with a six S. It'll spin the same speed, but have one third or one quarter as much torque. Okay. So, um, so yeah, when you just keep in mind, you know, the higher KV rating you go, the faster the motor spins, the lower amount of torque usually. And the lower KV rating, it's like the old getting the bigger diameter wires so in the lower turn motors. The more, like on that, you have, you're running lower voltage, lower torque. The but more high. voltage you put behind it, you're going to get more torque out of it, but you're still going to have the RPMs. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I've seen some little brushless systems that people have put into, uh, you know, like, let's say even a 16th slash, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll put a system in there that's, you know, 4,000 kV, and they're, they're running it at, you know, or not 4,000, let's say 3,500 or 30, whatever, and they're running it at 2S. Mm -hmm. You know, those things are just insane. Yeah. But... If they were, if they actually had, you know, a much smaller motor with that same, uh, or a much higher KV number, you could still get the RPM out of it, but you would lose your torque. You know? Right. So, it's just uh, basically the goal in RC is to get the biggest can size in the car that'll fit it, with 
what you can run with uh, whatever your battery capacity allows. Right. You know? And when your vehicle weight and everything ties into that too of what you want to run. If you got something that's super light, you don't need all that extra bottom end torque. Nope. Not unless you're making a drag racer. Right. That'll be next summer. There's a bunch of guys up here who are all excited. We're going to, you know, I mean, so if you're ever looking for a budget drag racer, don't even bother spending a ton of money on anything crazy. Just, I mean, there's two real, real contenders in my opinion right now. You get a Bandit VXL because yep. the drivetrains are pretty bulletproof. That the Valenium motor is crazy fast, especially if you stuff a 3S in the thing. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, or, you know, Associated just came out with a brushless drag car. Did you see that thing yet? I mean, like, we, I've got two of them on back order already, but I don't know when they'll be in, but... Um, I did see that. Um, when, I, when I got my Element, I was watching reviews on it, mm -hmm. and it was a guy that works for Associated that was doing the review. Yeah. And he had two drag cars sitting on the shelf. And they, they've got like a fully ready to run with the cool body, the right yep. wheels, the right suspension, brushless motor with a radio. I think it's like 400 bucks yep. or something, you know, a little over 400 bucks. But a Bandit, which you can customize any way you want, because there's a thousand things out there to put on a Bandit. Yep. Uh, you can get a Bandit for what, 269 Yeah, for the a VXL. VXL Bandit. I mean, hmm. and... Uh, I mean, if you can't burn the tires off with that thing, I don't know what you're doing wrong. That's what Jason's speedrun car was. The, the, he, he took a VXL Bandit, and that thing is, uh, it's fast. It was, I, don't, yeah, I don't know how fast, fast it is, but it's, oh. it covers the ground. I mean, the only thing I've thrown that, uh, that Millennium in that's super fast I got is my touring car, but mm -hmm. look out at the Norway Speedway. I mean, we ran the XL1 out there, and I was pulling like a 21-second lap, 20-second lap, mm -hmm. and I turned a 23-second lap with my with my freaking Fortech and a Millennium in it and a 3S, you know? Right. And I held it pinned all the way around. So it's, mm. you know, you don't always have to have the biggest, fastest thing to... To make it rip, you, you can't know. say that. You gotta have the biggest, fastest thing. Ah. <laughs> well, that's why Ryan's got the XL one and the Creighton. But uh, I mean, both of those things they, they rip. So, well, that's what got me is when I went big. It's hard to go back down. The, the X Max. Yep. I mean, you know, it's. I like the Max though. Max. The size. Yeah. It's easy to carry around. It's not a big deal. But yeah, when you yeah, get the but, size of RCs. But what open up the tailgate and I drop the X-Max on the ground. Everybody's like, ooh. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. And they're like, oh yeah, big truck, little shoes. No, that was... said shoes? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's learned a lot about motors. That stuff's always... I've heard, you know, I've heard the formula, but it's like never really made sense. And there's like, you know, I mean, of course, I, I'm not the expert on, you know, exactly the brushless, you know, everything. But, you know, basically what I gave you is, um, you know, a general direction where you should be able to understand that, you know, a small KV motor needs more, more S behind it, more, one more, two more cells yep. to get the same RPM as the other one, but it'll drag twice the weight. Yep. So, um, yeah. And... And then the other thing, you know, on a lot of cars too, the higher voltage you're running on the pack, 
sometimes if you're not like pounding on it, you're in it like just a, a rolling drive, mm-hmm. your amperage actually isn't going up even though the voltage and everything is because you're, uh, the voltage is carrying it so it's not having to push as hard on the amperage. Okay. So it's drawing less. That's why like a lot of guys with the, with the four-wheel drive short course trucks and the yeah. really hot motor systems, yeah. why they were melting wires off all the time on the 2Ss because they're still pulling that much amperage out of that little they battery. They don't have the voltage there to back it they up. They don't have the voltage to back it up, so they're pulling that much amperage out of that same pack. Okay. You know, um, so it's, hmm. it's, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, again, when, when I quit racing in 2000, brushless was just a, a pipe dream, you know, and yeah. um, now it's, it's what's made it all exciting for me again. I mean, just the power, the speed, yeah. all these new cars just fly. Yeah, everything's fast. Especially, I mean, we're running the touring cars inside and um, the brushless for me, it was, Almost. you're so out of control. It's it's insane. You're, you got to make that split decision. You're clearing the straightaway in a second. Right. And it, you hit the end and it's... It, well, okay, to be to be fair, a lot of people say that the Millennium system is compared to like a 10.5 or an 8.5 motor, which is a pretty damn hot motor. And uh, we weren't run most, uh, most touring car classes, they run like... You know, like the 13.5 or the yep. 17.5 is their spec brushless car. And we were running the Millenniums, which are, they're yeah, fast. I, a, I mean, it's just. I had a 10-turn hobby wing in mine. Yeah. And oh, it was, yeah. It was the same thing as yep. mine. Just yep. like hard. Like you hit this. Can't even pull the trigger all the way. Just <laughs> you're down at no, the straightaway crank in it, you know. But nonetheless, it was really, really fun. Right. You know? So all right, yeah. If everything works right, man, we'll still we'll have that double that size race surface for this winter. And I was at the bank today trying to make it happen. So nice. Still, yeah. There's there's a lot of guys excited for carpet again. Yeah. Um, I was I'm really surprised, honestly, on how uh, how many people are actually more hooked into that than yeah the dirt. Totally. The carpet, I, I loved it. I liked the touring cars. That was, they're fun to drive, easy to drive. You were doing great. I mean, um, you, you had, the, I I couldn't, you had my number all the time. And in the stock. In the stock I, class, I just, because I'm a, I'm a, I, I use a, a term that I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I, I, I call myself a traction whore. I don't like like really hard blue groove tracks and that are all slippery. I like that, that loamy, give me the biggest baddest hookup I can or like indoors I don't want to run rubber I want to run boom because I want to go around that corner at 90 you know <laughs> so it's you know <laughs> yes I, I don't know I got used to it I like that little controlled that drift. drift yeah and it's it was fun it was I don't know it's, it's really hard to explain until somebody tries it you know once when I had that figured out it was it was like okay I understood the car and then I mean, take the time and actually set them up too. They were For sure, but I mean, you know, realistically, we had a the stock class was just a stock spec Fortech class, so it was just a, a box stock Traxxas Fortech with the stock tires, yep. and we didn't allow any sauce. So that's something that's crazy too for you guys that are you know used to hearing about sauce. We no sauce indoors here. 
We, uh, we allow you to prep. You can, you can sand them, you can scrub them, you can do whatever, but there's no simple green getting sprayed down on those tires. They're, they're the natural rubber yep. and you do your best to prep and, yep. and you go out, you yeah, know, cause adapt to them. yeah. Cause when you, for us, it was, once you start saucing, there's just, uh, people are fighting it all the time. And then when we, we started to allow it here, we tried it did and a couple tests. It started it messing horrible. up the other classes. Cause then like you'd get a, you'd get a, a like a stock slash out there with all those kids yep. and they'd be on everybody else's old sauce cause they weren't buying sauce. And then they were just sliding and smashing. Yep. It was and, transferring over to the tires and actually yep. hardening onto it. Yeah. It was making that gloss. So yep. we just, we vacuumed the carpet. We actually, uh, we did a, a carpet wash, deep, clean, deep yeah. clean the carpet with the steam vac and, and said no more sauce. But we, at that day, we also weren't allowing pins before that. We were yep. only doing slicks and stuff. Yep. So, but that day we decided to allow pins and I didn't see anywhere on the carpet from No, from the, the grooves, pins. it never grooved. No, it, it, I thought the pins were gonna destroy it because we, you know, we spent the extra and bought the black ozite, you know, the real good racing carpet. Yep. I thought that stuff was gonna be all tore up and. I These mean, pieces are good shape. Little nicks and yeah, but the nicks that are in the floor are from kids <laughs> flying through the air with exposed metal and yeah, breaking <laughs> wheels off and running yet. And... Oh yeah, yeah. So, but, but yeah, it's either way. It's a great time, and you know, um, well, again, the most popular class last year was the the stock Fortec class. You know, that's up by us. People don't have a ton of extra cash, so. Yeah. We don't push people into, you know, I mean, not that I, I love the top brands. Don't get me wrong. Losi, Associated, Techno. I mean, those things are awesome if you're trying to be the top level of racer. But there's a lot of people up here that don't have the money. Yeah. So we throw them in a stock, you know, a stock right. Traxxas car and, and they go out and have fun for a couple hundred bucks. I think a lot of that boils down to is bringing it back to we haven't had this year. Yeah, it's still new. We've been in the Stone Age with it. Mm -hmm. It's just now starting here. People are getting into it. Yeah. 90% of the guys that are showing up now haven't had a car. No. They're yeah. fresh into it. And, and every that's week, what's I mean, every week somebody's coming in looking for the newest, hottest. And here I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, there's like... 30 people in the stock slash class and they're like yep. no man i want the newest associated because you know i want to run mod brushed or brushless and yep. build a whole truck up and so it's it's kind of new for me even you know like getting back into people wanting more expensive stuff because you know i never try mm -hmm. to oversell stuff here it's just that's, not right yeah that's the hard part is if you know somebody like i've driven a lot of your trucks a lot of brad's trucks you drive something like that and realize the differences in yeah. the adjustabilities. Sure. The slashes, they're great. They're, I ran them, you know, yeah. at, at Tom's. That's all I ran. But mine's got that pro, uh, the pro line wide kit on it with the pro tech pro suspension. Yep. That's why my stadium truck handles more like a low C or a right associated. Yep. My short course, not stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Short course. But, uh, but yeah, man. It, so anyway, you know, I can't wait till the time when there's, you know, people who, you know, want to run spec classes with the 13.5s and blinky mode and all that stuff, you know. But for right now, our classes are up here. We're uh, we're just having such a good time with the relaxed rules and 
I mean, we don't even have a tech department because, you know, if somebody's kicking somebody's butt, everybody we, pretty much texts themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, if somebody sees something, they, it gets mentioned. It's big difference too. Like you know, like when I used to go to the bigger tracks downstate, um, everybody's guarded, man. You, there's people who got like sheets over their tables, and mm-hmm. you walk up on a guy and start looking over his shoulder, he gets all like, like, upset about it. You yeah. know, uh, down it, by it, us, it, everybody's got their stuff laying on the table, and they're all like ready to share the knowledge. Like nobody's yeah. hiding. It's Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? I tell everybody every week, like, they're like, well, how are you so fast? I'm like, well, I got 21 tooth in my in my <laughs> car, and they're, or in my slash, and they're like, oh, I'm running at, nine, at 19. I'm like, that's why down the straightaway, I'm 11% faster than you. <laughs> yeah. well, that's you know? <laughs> yesterday, the podcast with Jeff, he gave out a setup. His four-wheel drive setup, here's what I'm running. This is the motor. Yeah. Here's my ESC, here's the gears. It's... Totally. It's all out there. Yes. I mean, um, we're not racing for money. No. You know, it's my skill buggy has a Protec, you know, a high torque Protec servo in the front. The my Techno. Yeah. Um, Ryan and I both got the McLaren, basically the same electronics in just Max, because Max ADSC yeah, and Max a KV motor yeah. sensor. Yep, sensor KV motor. We both are running 4S batteries, and it doesn't matter if you're running something cheap or super expensive. We found out that. Yeah, for I the ran the gold part. bats. Um, I just now upgraded to a go- the the red line. Oh my god! Just saying, guys, if you get a second, go look at the new Genzes red line batteries. They're they're sexy. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it's like I never thought I'd say that about a battery, but you know, I mean, I'm running like Protec Graphene, super awesome batteries, mm. and I saw that red line that was like fifty dollars cheaper, and I'm like. Oh, I it want, looks the same. I want this one instead, actually, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just weird, you know? No, we all like shiny things. Yep. Oh, yeah, especially when it comes to RC world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, and then, you know, um, a little bit is just gearing. As far as tires go and stuff, too, I mean, we'll, we show everybody that setup. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even, uh, you know, I've been, something I wanted to do just to, you know, not prove a point or whatever, but just have a fun time cheap is I bought a stock bandit. Right off the shelf, the only thing I did was I put that 100 SS Protec servo in, so I had a fast servo. I'm running the stock controller, stock yeah. speed, stock everything, and uh, I put because of the problems with the top of the Traxxas shocks, mm-hmm. put the aluminum oh, caps yeah. on, and I'm running a 23 tooth pinion. You know, so again, like this guy the other day, he's like. He was running a bandit, stock bandit, and he's like, how come you're pulling away from me? I said, what do you got on your, for a gear? He's like, a 19. And I said, I'm running a 23. So this weekend he came with a 23, and he he was beating me for almost the whole race, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but that's the thing, you know? It's the difference between being so competitive. Yeah, we got to be all blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. that's not how we roll. Everybody up here is like... No, nobody cares. Everybody's just out having a good time. Right. And that's... It's awesome. Yeah. It's good time. That's like Brandon, you know, tune your techno this week. Yeah. Just tune it. Yeah, did I tune my techno? Work on it. The guy comes up to me, he's asking me, oh, how'd you work on it? Oh, and you got the, you got that torque turned up? You got the turbo, the over rev at 130 yet or 100%? I said, <laughs> dude, it's been the same. Here, look at this. I pulled my techno out of the bin. Now I was kind of embarrassed almost. Covered in clay from last week. It was week. still completely packed full of mud from the week before. And they're like, 
They go, oh man, you better start working on that thing. I said, hang on, I'll get it ready. I turned it upside down. I slapped the bottom of it about five times as hard as I could. And I flipped it back over. I said, let's go racing. Yep. <laughs> like, threw my dirty car out there to first place, you know? Yep. I mean, I don't recommend that. You should always do no. the maintenance, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, if you want it to last, if you don't want to replace parts. Right. Well, look at, so three weeks ago, I put my Techno away muddy like super wet and muddy and I didn't take care of it and what happened the next I beat yeah yeah well the next week I came out and my rear wheel was locked tight because the bearing was rusted yep you know because I didn't I left it wet and didn't put any oil in didn't spray it so not anymore yeah then you got bearings going bad then you got the parts holding the bearings going bad because there's if they spin in them oh my god if I would have gassed it that's mm -hmm. what would have happened because yep. uh it's aluminum. Yeah, the when the when the bearing lock guys, something that if your if your wheels are ever turning hard, definitely make sure that the bearing didn't seal tight or seize tight because it was spinning inside of the plastic rear hub. Yep. And it would have just melted that all to pieces. Yep. I didn't have a spare, so hmm. but uh but yeah, man, I don't know. It's so right. um yeah, anything you guys uh you know got questions with with setups, I mean there's somebody out there running the car that you want to run, and they'll tell you. you yeah, for sure. I mean, or at least give you a good direction if they don't give you the exact setup. You know, back in the day, people used to give me the wrong information, you know, <laughs> purposely. And nobody does that here. I had that in the big cars down the road running asphalt. Yeah. Giving me wrong setups of, here, you should try this. Yeah. 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 Me and Ryan raced the race stock cars for some years, and yeah the guys out there most of them are pretty cool but once in a while somebody would be your friend just long enough to tell you how to wreck your setup for the night so they could beat you yep <laughs> yeah i've seen that yeah. um, all right well, i appreciate it dave another yeah, uh another good talk a lot of a lot of information informative sure. though because there's a lot of stuff there that always had me thinking and it was just to the point i don't care it goes fast i'll use it sure don't understand how it makes it go fast but Right. It goes fast. Um, again, Facebook, the Legends RC RC Talk. Um, like and subscribe. You know, make sure to hit the thumbs up and little star rate, whatever. I don't know how they actually work it. I know it's not YouTube; they don't do the thumbs up, but I think they have a rating. Um, yeah, again, Dave from Gromax. We will see you again, I believe, Friday. We got Brad Bredding coming on, doing a little monster truck talk. Very nice. That should um, be cool. Brad's into that classic stuff. Yes. He's, he's got... So, guys, seriously, this Brad that's coming in, woo! I mean, his RC collection, when I say deep, you're, like, barely keeping your breath because it's that deep in that room. I mean, he just... He knows so much stuff. It's, yep. it's awesome to have him as, as part of our race program. For sure, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got a lot of knowledge. He's been doing it for years, and... I mean, it shows he's he's the, probably the only guy that does all the maintenance on his trucks every week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, he sits down and gets everything ready. He yep. takes it serious. Yep. Every week he breaks them down. So speaking of that, um, anytime you guys want to join us, if you can, again, racing is on Sundays out at the Gromax RC Raceway. And uh, um, to keep up with anything happening, um, you know, we have a lot of crawling events and um, times we go out flying and all kinds of things that are free to come and hang out and just check it out. Um, so if you want to join us, just visit uh, Iron Mountain RC Club on Facebook and 
Um, that's like the general page for all the all the uh, RC happenings in the area. Yeah, a lot of action going on around here now with it. Yeah, Iron Mountain RC Club. And then uh, if you're just interested in raceway talk or uh, or when races are being held, then Chromax RC Raceway. But uh, um, also, and you know, I want to thank the guys here too. Ryan is doing an awesome job. Um, I, I mean, I didn't think when he said he was going to do a podcast, it was just going to be this cool and uh, really excited about it. Um, really proud of you and appreciate it. Keep, uh, keep killing it, man. I mean, um, well, it's usually podcasts are out there once a week. There's so much information in the RC world. That's, that's not getting put out there. I mean, I could do this five days a week and hour two hour sessions and keep going (laughs) right like he he asked on one of the pages quick like hey you know what do you think uh give me some ideas and i threw out 20 and another guy threw out 10 and another guy threw out a pile so yeah Yeah, um, it's never ending so yeah any suggestions feel free to throw them up on the page rc needs coming to grow max he's got a selection of rcs you need it it's on the shelf so i mean i'm pretty sure i've seen an x max a revo Slashes. We got a max up there. So, yeah, slashes. The last time we got them in, we got 14 of them in on Thursday, and they were gone on Monday. We just got, like, 20 of them in, though. I'm so... I'm actually... You know, Kim was like, oh, my God, there's so many of those. And I'm like, yeah, because they go fast. That's our most popular truck, you know? Yeah, entry-level-wise. Entry-level. Anybody wants to get into it, a slash. What are they? Two, 200, 220, something like that, but... I don't know. The best part about it around here, again, it has nothing to do with any of the other trucks because, I, I mean, I love the lowest season associated. It's just that when we started up here ourselves, every there was already an RC community established that neither of us knew about. And all of those guys, because of all the racing at the off-road, Bark River off-road yeah. racetrack, everybody always bought their trucks at Bark River every year. So this whole area was flooded with Traxxas. Yep. So, you know, you buy a Slash. I mean, if you're at the races, you can have a transmission gear go out and mm-hmm. somebody's got one. Yep. You know, they're just always available. So the, the reason why we run those trucks, even if you're not a Traxxas fan, is just specifically that everybody already had them and everybody has parts. So, you know, racing, if you want to finish a race season, you mm-hmm. always got to have parts running. And there was nobody up here to bring parts into looking. Right. So, okay. Cool. But yeah, man. All right. Awesome. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, again, this is the Legend RC Talk. We will see you Friday. See you later, Ryan. Have a good night, guys. You too, man.